keep you on your toes. Yeah, I see. It's not like out of sabotage. Well, you know what I was, I, I, I was just getting sucked into an article about uh, how Jimbery, you know that clothing line. Yeah. The kids' clothing line. They got, I don't know, they like revamped everything, and now they're. They're like kids' clothes that look like mini adult clothes, and everybody's like furious about it. Can you give me an example? Like this outfit. It's like a. <laughs> they're like. Yeah. It's like culottes. Yeah, it's like culottes, and they're like. They but wanna, why they would them, be mad? They want them. They're like separates now, you know? So you could like <laughs> mix and match. And I was just reading the article, and I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> I'm like annoyed at both but sides, I, actually. I really don't care. Like. If they want to make separates for kids. Yeah, who cares? That's why I'm annoyed at both sets. Why are you mad at Jimboree, though? Because, like, I'm mad at Jimboree because I fe- they're making little adult clothes, which I think is silly. And, like, your the kids' clothes, you know, let it be kids' clothes. We don't get to wear rainbow color shirts that long um, anyway. Let them, you know, they're getting rid of all I their see. cute, like, that look like kids' play clothes. And they're making it look like mm-hmm. grown-up clothes, but small. Yeah. And that kind of takes the fun out of the kids. So I'm mad at them for that. And then I'm mad at the people who are like, Yeah, because you, you can just doing? shop elsewhere. Just shop somewhere else. Who Honestly, cares? vote with your dollars. That's yeah. the thing. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you got sucked into that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see you. It's so good to see you. It's always good to see you. Is it, Sarah? Yeah. You know what I did on my way here? I was <laughs> listening to songs with the word Susie in them. On purpose? Well, kind of. What do you mean? Because kind of. because first the first song that came on was uh, was wake up little Susie. Wake up little Susie. Yeah, yes, you said you were listening to the fifties. And then show. I was like, oh, I love that song. You know what other song I love? Susie Q. Let me listen to Susie Q right now. So then I searched for Susie Q. So you were on my mind, and I was like singing about you in the car. Yeah, Susie's had a real heyday in boy, the mid century. Oh yeah, and, I'm surprised um, there aren't more Susies then. Well, it. I'm like the last. Are you there? There aren't people my age really. It's so cute. It is cute. It's the best name. I think it's like a great name for a baby. Susie, Sally, Lucy. All of those are adorable. Super sweet. Because you're not, they're going to be adorable. And Lily, I'd throw that in there too. I like that one. Those are all cute. And Olive, I like that. Very feminine. Yeah. But that went out of fashion. With Right along with Linda. <laughs> you know, Dude, there are so many run. people whose mother are exactly. named. They're like tweeting at me and DMing me. They're like, I got to get your shirt because my mom's named Linda. I have an aunt named Linda, and I believe she is the Linda. <laughs> That's been my favorite when they're like, I'm pretty sure my mom is the Linda. Well, I found out through my sister that my mom, um, in more or less, agrees with Linda because. <laughs> And she's never said this to me, but she oh feels gosh. like she can't support like my life because she can't listen to this show because she goes, they talk about so much crap. She thinks I'm a bad influence on you, doesn't she? I don't think she sees it as you influencing me. I think she sees it as I don't approve of Susie's life. Oh my gosh. In I any of, way. I approve of your life in every way i my life is so innocuous like i don't do anything so imagine being affronted by it and feeling like that's Susie, that rebel well that i just even thinking about that i'm thinking of the people who protested at the uh service for mr rogers where they were like did you see westboro yeah not yeah yeah totally i'm like come on people yeah how can you think this is bad how can you think Susie is doing anything wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. For Pete's sake. I'm just like him. Totally. Um, but and, with the hotter part. So for a second, I thought 
um, my mom could be Linda. Like, because oh, now like we need, like, a, a suspect like, list. Like, maybe it, she just wrote in and, like, Linda. Because that would be the name that somebody would make up. Yes. Signed, Linda. And your mom is really good at knowing fake names. <laughs> so she would be really good at, like, just she using She's not, however, good at, like, email or knowing how to get okay. a hold of anyone. Yeah. So that's what eliminated her from the suspect yeah. list. Definitely not my mom because she curses like a sailor. She wishes we cursed more. For, definitely. And she leaves you weird... I love it. Like cryptic messages. She leaves me weird cryptic messages where I'm like, I think I, I need it. to be psychic to know what this says. <laughs> the only problem with having a mom that's a psychic, they speak psychic. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I'm always glad when she responds. Oh my God, Suze. I, I just did a, uh, I did I, uh, a conference where I was giving a presentation on healthy relationships mm-hmm. and I was talking to uh, like new college students so they were 19 to 22 and i can't believe how many stories about my mother came up where i was like my mom always says my mom always says like five times why because they were so relevant and so appropriate like you hang around with dogs you get fleas had to throw that one in there right so like old wives tales or mm-hmm. myths or all friends are like gemstones you don't want a treasure chest filled with just rubies or just emeralds you want it to be like a variety in your oh treasure God. chest so some people are rubies some people are emeralds and you can have friends that are all different That's to make ambitious. your treasure chest really beautiful i'm glad to have one friend like who has a treasure chest of friends well i would say i do like true friends yes Oh my god! That and everyone is good for different things. Well, you're lucky. You can call it a toolbox of friends. <laughs> I but then will. there's like to- a tool is like not a nice. Yeah, thing. right. You could flip the script on that though. Yeah. I mean, gosh, good for you and all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the you're the crown jewel mm-hmm. in that treasure box. Right. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Speaking of crown jewel, oh, I, oh wish, I was like, what? I wish I do. One that. of our sponsors is the the. the <laughs> Something diamond? I want to remind people mm-hmm. because Sarah needs a reminder, really. What? Change your dang filter. Oh, my God. Please. Well, you know what? Now <laughs> I have this wonderful thing so I don't have to worry. Susie, <laughs> tell true. the people. Okay. So filters in your house get dirty and you have to change them. Like but the air filters. Yeah. And like it's easy to forget because you don't see it and you don't really know if your air is bad or not. There's an entire aisle at Target dedicated to these things and yeah. I didn't even know about it. So it's important. Yeah, and it's easy to forget. So why not automate it the way we automate like fun, silly things? You can sign up for Filter Easy, which is a company that will send the filter to your house. You just have to put in like the, the size because there are different sizes. And then it'll send you them when you're supposed to change them. So you don't have to remember or think about it. Most people forget, of course. And some people, they just like don't even know how often it's supposed to be. Like is or it once a year? that they even exist. Because yeah. <laughs> I talk about this with friends and they're like, Wait, do I have one of those? It was super easy. I just filled out on their website the size of mine. And the next thing I know, the filter shows up at my door and I just put it in. And it's couldn't it couldn't be easier. Filter Easy is a convenient subscription service for something you need versus most subscription boxes. It's super practical, no-brainer solution. That's why we subscribe to Filter Easy. And for listeners of this program, you receive your first order free by visiting FilterEasy.com or calling 1-855-910-EASY. That's 3279. Make sure you use offer code BRAINCANDY. Sign up today at FilterEasy.com to get your first order free. That's FilterEasy.com or 
1-855-910-EASY-3279. Make sure you use our offer code BRAINCANDY. I did want to talk about, I was reading an article about a millennial nun. Oh. Which, you know, Unheard these, of these days. days. Right. That's, it's um, a real problem for the Catholic Church because they're What having- do you mean it's a real problem? Oh, wait, then nobody Maria. wants to be a nun. Oh, I thought you meant she was a problem. And I was like, what is she doing? Like, what? Nobody She's like, the problem. Like, I mean, Maria. she wasn't the first one to wear a sexy nun outfit. I guarantee it. Oh, my God. So I thought, okay, okay, okay. I get it. Like, the church so is funny. having a problem because not enough people want to be nuns. They're running yeah. out of nuns. And priests. They got none of them. <laughs> they got none nuns. <laughs> they, and priests. It's a real issue. Because... Oh, yeah. So I have a theory. Scholars that I know that focus on Catholicism do not like this theory. Oh, ooh, then I'm all ears. But let me hear it. Like, use your noodle. Okay, okay. So at the peak of recruitment for priests and and nuns, which was like Mm mid-century, and that was a real prestigious thing. Like if your son or daughter was going into the... Seminary. Yeah, the Catholic Church to work as clergy or whatever. That was so esteemed and people like thought it was very impressive. Mm -hmm. So that has changed over time. So obviously there's less incentive to do something where people are like, oh, great, that sounds fun. Why are you doing that? But also my opinion is as the LGBT community was embraced... They didn't there have to hide. less of a reason for people to yeah. pursue celibacy yeah. for God yeah. or any reason whatsoever. Absolutely. And so I was talking to a Catholic scholar and proposed this. I'm like, doesn't it stand to reason that, of course, their numbers would drop when LGBT folks are allowed to be themselves more than ever? Yeah. She was so offended. Oh, I think that's right. And I'm, I'm uh, uh, reminded of the tanning salon guy. Sergio. Sergio. Yeah. The who, guy I met who's like, uh, he's a believer. He's not Catholic, but he's evangelical and believes he is a sinner because yeah. he is gay. Imagine if that thought really ran your life. And if you were Catholic, you you'd would be have like, to I know. be a priest. And she was... She said there's no evidence to suggest that the priesthood has higher rates of homosexual individuals. And I beg to differ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come so, on. Um, people, sometimes people say they wish I talked more about religion, but the reason that I don't... Or asexual, asexuality. I think there is a significant amount of people who are asexual that we kind of forget about. True. But that would that ha- the accepting of that hasn't changed. Like... Nobody was uh, upset if you weren't into banging right, back then, right, right. and nobody is now, right. really. So that wouldn't really yeah. affect the rate of yeah, yeah, yeah. recruitment. But the reason that I don't talk about religion more is because there's a difference between how I would talk about it in a scholarly setting uh, versus like how I'm going to talk about a year. How you feel. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this article is talking about how only 1% of nuns are under the age of 40, Whoa. So like we're gonna have no nuns. That's why they're letting more lay people do things that used to be reserved for clergy. What kind of things are reserved for clergy? Well, like different things in the church, like where you, you know, uh would help with okay. sermons or oh. homily or whatever. It's almost like there are a lot of pe I, I think about the people who are most religious now and 
they're not like there are people who are very religious and would really like those jobs lay people if you will who will yeah. who I think it's fine to open that up to well, yeah, we think. Well, okay, right, but I—that's because I'm not religious. Yeah, yeah, the, that, that is a big deal, and so they got a real issue here. So they'll probably just end up letting more and more jobs be taken over by lay people. But I mean, eventually, you probably need to address it. But I'm going to be like, we're looking for a pope. Submit your resumes. <laughs> they did talk about how, of course, as a nun, you take different vows, yeah, including poverty. So, like, you really don't have. Oh. That goes. Is that a deal breaker for yeah, you? Yeah, well, I'm out. Um, and so you don't have money of your own to just go do whatevs. And so um, there's a little bit of a freedom in that too, though. Well, yeah. Oh, of not having it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, well, since you rolled her eyes. <laughs> but she would. She said that this nun they were talking to said that like if you wanted to get ice cream, for example, you would go to your higher up nuns. And you'd be like, hey, I want to get some ice cream. and But then you'd have to have a defense and say, it's somebody's birthday. And then they might say yes. But if it's like just because I'm craving it, you're probably not going to get it. What do you think of that? Hmm. You want to know? Thinking about joining? Definitely not. But what I'm a, thinking about... What a beautiful about, sacrifice. Yeah. Though. But I'm thinking about how we can take elements of that and apply it to... Because I almost feel like everything is so easily accessible. Yeah. And we can just go get anything we want whenever. Yeah. There is a little bit of <sighs> magic, some beauty, whatever you want to call it, humanity in not acting on indulgences. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost is kind of like a delay of gratification, too. Yeah. I it, like that idea. It's like anything to an extreme is always too much yeah but i think it's good you know it's kind of like uh why we don't like like we i'm a grown-up i could have ice cream for breakfast every day but i don't (laughs) for like a million reasons but one of them being i probably wouldn't like ice cream if i had for breakfast every day if we were more intentional about our choices yeah we might be more inclined to um have delayed gratification, as you said, yeah. or just use less. Yeah. Like consumption is ridiculous. Yeah. All right. I like that idea. That's too. what we can take away from it. And I think those the kind of things we always have to look for. What What is the deeper lesson, the deeper meaning that's hidden in there that kind of gets, I don't know. Yeah. They take it real far. Yeah. That's it. I read that women are better surgeons. <laughs> Pretty stoked about it. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. That makes sense. Fine motor skills. Oh, it's the same reason why women were doing the fine painting in, you know, our radium girls right. doing the timepieces because they were able to hold the steady hands and things like that. Well, what, do you what think? annoyed me, though, was in the article, which I'll put in the newsletter, it was in time. It annoyed me in how it explained it. Instead of saying what you just said, like, oh, that makes sense because women tend to have whatever yeah it said um that women were better communicators and so like i think it was trying to say like they have a better relationship with their patients or something and so it was like well women do keep people alive more often right and they are are less depths but don't use 
a uh-huh. stereotypically uh-huh. female trait. Like women talk a lot. That's that's the it it. And how do they know? That's right. an assumption. That's what's annoying. You have to look at all the possibilities of why this could be what it is, and all yeah. Then another reason they said was maybe it's because women that are surgeons inherently overcame more to get there, so they're going to be better ah. in general and more talented okay. than that their equivalent male, and so that makes sense that they would be superior, but why just surgeons then? And that seems like it would go in every field, every field. And also not just women. If you want to be like that, then it opens it up to every single minority is then better than, you know, that's interesting. It's weird because I don't know, like you read the art the title and you think, Oh, this is going to be great Uh news. uh And then it always feels like it's like, who's it written by? Well, I don't know. It was Time magazine. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if it was written by a man or a woman. Right. Oh, my God. Because if it's written by a woman, then, you know, and it's almost like I want to know who it was written by and also what their background is. Because if their background is in science, then I feel... I've, if it's a man who's in the science field and his, like he's a science writer or something like that, then it makes sense that he would go straight to the communication. If it's a woman who is in journalism, mm-hmm. then it would make sense that she would pick, see it as communication. Cause it's like you're see mm. the explanation of what's happening is the explanation through the lens of whoever's writing the article. So knowing about where that person came from, what they are, what biases they are bringing in. Yeah. Whatever it was, I just was reading it. You know how you're reading yeah, something and you're I like, sure do. I don't like this, but I don't know why. Uh huh. Um, but I had separately read an article about pay inequality, which, you know, we all no mm-hmm. exists and um it was talking the thing about it that was shocking to me was that um male nurses make up only seven percent of the nurse community mm-hmm. um but they make more than 93 percent of female nurses so the male Whoa. nurses make more than not, they're in the 93rd percentile of earners in the nurse field. Cause no. what the article was saying was whenever you talk about income inequality, yeah. you often have people who yeah. talk about a separate thing was which is the gender pay gap. Mm-hmm. The gender pay gap includes problems like how women tend to take part-time positions mm-hmm. or go into fields that generally pay less. Mm-hmm. The problem with those arguments is that when a field that was dominated by women becomes dominated by men, the, the income goes up. Mm-hmm. So it's real cute to be like, oh, well, that's because they tend to be teachers. And mm-hmm. But <laughs> what's the case is that if men become the majority in that field, the income goes up in that field. Reach, Susie. Yeah. This is important to talk about because I don't think a lot of people really understand that. And furthermore, let's say you and your husband both have jobs, but you make less because that's what tends to be the case. So then let's say you have a baby Mm -hmm. and then you guys are like, well, somebody should like work part-time because we need like to balance all this. Who's going to work part-time? The person that makes less. Right. So then women tend to work part-time. It's a whole system. It's not just sort of like, yeah, that's the way it is. And women should really make better choices. There's reasons why... 
these yeah. things come to be in yeah. the first place. Yep. And so it's annoying. Of course, we've talked also on the show about the motherhood penalty, how when you're a mom, you make less, but there's a fatherhood bonus. When Ew. you're a dad, you make more. I didn't know this. I don't remember talking about this. Yeah. Ew, I'm really grossed out. Because they think, well, he has to support his family. Whereas oh, they think she, she's married, so she has somebody helping her. So they have a motherhood penalty and a fatherhood bonus that never gets fixed. It's not like once your kids are out of the house, then no. you make... Right. Then they're like, oh, now you're free and you have no kids, so we're going to pay you more because you... <gasps> gross! Oh, dude. I've had it. <sighs> I'll tell you what's not gross, though. My rockin' bod. That is... Dude. Suze. <laughs> I don't talk like I'm just I'm, joking. We're, like, I mean, it's almost to the point where like you're forcing me to go to the gym now. <laughs> I'm so sure. I'm like, oh, God, now I got to no, go work out to keep I, up with this. As you know, I don't want you to go to the gym. I want oh, you to beach body. There you go. Because, well, I'm not a gym person. Mm-hmm. You do enjoy the gym more than me, mm-hmm. but you really should just do what I do. These 10-minute videos on beach body. it's like the Netflix of workout videos so they do have those crazy ones that maniacs enjoy there you go but they also have yoga and um more my level Mm -hmm. you know whatever level you're at 10 minute abs why do you resist uh i just kind of like talking about how i resist i really don't (laughs) because really i do it (laughs) i know it's just the cheese platters that are really getting me uh uh, well, they have bodybuilding, they have weight training, they have cardio, yoga, whatever you're into. And you guys know I hate working out. That is true. I do know this. <laughs> so if I can do it, I know that anyone can. They have celebrity trainers, Tony Horton, Autumn Calabrese. Um, and I really want you to try this service because, frankly, I don't want to do it on my own. Mm. Right now, our listeners get a special free trial membership when you text Brain Candy. It's all one word, no spaces, to 303030. You get full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, nutrition information, and support totally free. Again, just text Brain Candy to 303030. Got it? Got it. Sarah? Yes. Um, okay, let's Have move you on. heard yeah. about the people who want the new Netflix show to get shut down? The one called Insatiable about the girl. Have you heard anything about this? Tell me. Okay. So there's a show that is uh, coming to Netflix real soon, but I don't even think it's going to make it. I think it's going to get canned, but it's already shot. It's already in the, well, in the can, (laughs) as they say. Yeah. Um, But it's called Insatiable. And the whole premise is they say it's a, a coming of rage story. Okay. So, is it, so you're telling me it's a scripted? Yes. Yeah. So it's about a girl who is in high school and she is overweight and it's an actress in a fat suit. Oh. And then she, over the summer break, she gets into some sort of accident and has to have her jaw wired shut. And she comes back and she said, my summer vacation wasn't the only thing I lost. And she comes back on the first day of school strutting through stuff, now no fat suit on. And she's like, super hot and skinny and the whole storyline is she's getting revenge on all the people who bullied her and people are furious it just seems that it's one of those things where it's like how did this make it past yeah i want i had to know your thoughts on the green light situation like when you think of all the shows that get pitched Mm -hmm. and you you know you get nose 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 yep and they're like this is the one we want to do i always thought that about kangaroo jack I'm like, how did right. that movie get right. a talking kangaroo in the desert? Okay. Wow. 
But this one is another one. What's, and the, even the name insatiable, like as in an appetite that obviously, you know. Well, right. It's a play on words. Yeah. Because now she's in, she, the uh-huh. people are insatiable for her, I guess, or Yeah, or her whatever. revenges, like oh. her rages or the, you know. Who's the actress? Anyone we know? Uh, you wouldn't, you'd probably, she looks familiar. Oh God. I'm not like I'm going to know the like, actress's it's name. It's more complicated than that. And maybe it's not just like as simple as. She lost all this weight and now look at her. Is there a chance that that's? Possible? I don't think so. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it. it hasn't How do come out people yet. know about the, the trailer? Oh, the trailer. Yeah. So the trailer came out, and then there was a girl who's 19 years old who started a petition oh, of man. like, "Yo, this is really fucked up." Sorry, Linda. And it, uh, Linda would not like this either. She might. She, well, she might actually. You know those types. Yeah, where she like, like doesn't you know care about she those things. She should eat healthier. Yeah, you know she looks <laughs> better now, and now she does have friends. I can't believe uh-huh. it. So I saw that, and I was like, that feels kind of icky. Yeah, that's you know? not for me because we often get called out for some things on our earlier episodes where we were like, I don't know, I forget what we even said, but it angered some people. Uh-huh. And yeah. About bodies. Made me open my eyes to a lot of different things. Yeah, then we were like, oh, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, that sounds awful. Her name's Debbie Ryan. Okay. And this is what the fat suit looks like with and without. I really am not a fan of fat suits. That's exactly what the girl said. She said, if any time you need to put somebody in a fat suit, just just don't do it. Unless there's like, you know, it's really part of that storyline and it's story to tell. But But it's just like a. I like the idea of. What, like, let's say for one reason or the, another, your body did change in some way. Yeah. And that it did allow you to deal with people who had bullied you. Mm-hmm. I can see how that premise is appealing. Well, that was my, that's my story. Yeah. I didn't start bullying, like, th- but two wrongs don't make a right. I, yeah. Could you imagine if I went no, no, back I, to all saying, of, right, no, I know that, should, but, but I'm just saying, like, I would never, like, go back to all of my high school, the people who bullied me and be like, look at me now. Also, I was on TV. Also, you guys can suck it. And remember yeah. how you, da, 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 da. Yeah, I that mean, seems like a crazy lesson to try to teach. And it's for a young adult audience, like a young audience, you yeah. know, it's not made for, it's not like but clueless. I think that's a fantasy know? that a lot of people have Trilled. about like going to your reunion and being like, uh-huh. look at me now, what, whatever it's, if you're rich or yeah. whatever happened. Yeah. And so maybe they thought this was like a universal urge, mm. but then the implementation of it was like... Like the, if it were a high school reunion one, yeah. for some reason I would be more okay with that. Because oh. if it were years later, if it were like she was bullied in high school yeah, and now she's come back and she's our age mm-hmm. and we're coming to our high school reunion like that, and it's, maybe those people are still assholes who were bullying her, and now like I don't know. Well, like they still work at the movie theater, like or Chip that. from Friends. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. you know those oh, guys right. that yeah. like peaked in high school. Uh huh. Oh, I. What? Wait. What? The one from Friends is named Chip. Yeah, because he had a the one at my high school is named Chip too. Wow. I can't say his last name on here because well, he's now like, but he's now what? Well, his brother became somebody who was famous no yeah but he was not, he was still going to high school parties when he was in college right this everyone knows a chip and i kissed him when he came back as like was and i was it? like not that good why though just because your heart wasn't in it and because i had built it up thinking it was going to be amazing and i was like 
oh, this is it? And it was after I had already, like, I think I would, I'd already lived in England and already, you know, I was, like, coming back with, like, black hair and tattoos. And I was like, this is going to be great. And I was like, oh, I've had better. Wow. Yeah. But see, that's, well, I guess you didn't get revenge. You but just... in my mind, I did. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is living out all of my freshman year fantasies and where he didn't even know my name. And we were at a, t- I think we were at a Chili's. Of course. It was either TJ Fridays or Chili's, but I'm pretty sure it was Chili's. <laughs> in fact, I'm now I'm 99% sure it was Chili's. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I made out with him in a Chili's parking lot. No. Yes. Wow. I've done a lot of things in Chili's parking lots. <laughs> let me just say. Um, that's interesting. All right. Good, good story. But, uh, yeah, that's a fraught yeah. concept. I would send that petition. I want to see what happens with that. Yeah, me too. I feel like it's almost in the same, uh, like along the same lines as that, uh, the movie that was about suicide. Yeah. 13 Reasons Why. I never saw, but I didn't like what people were telling me. Yeah. People wanted us to watch it. And I couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. No, it's a little no. too much yeah, for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Okay, I read this great article in the New York Times about black performers using white voice. Oh. Um, you know how, like, sometimes Dave Chappelle yeah. will do, like, I love it. like a white guy? I did not act. know I couldn't do that, Dave. <laughs> exactly. And it was kind of like the history of and use of and how... I it, love when they do that. It was really great. And the they included in it clips and they included a clip from the show Martin, which oh, yeah. I've watched, but I didn't remember Martin. this clip. And in the clip, I thought that was, this was a funny premise. So, um, Martin, somebody died. I think it was like a plumber dies at Martin's house while mm-hmm. he's, you know, working on the, the toilet and they want to get him out of there. But like the cops or whoever, like this isn't an emergency because like he's already dead. So it might be a while. And they're like freaked out. And so Martin is like, I'm going to call the police and pretend to be yes. white and see if I can get them to come. Yeah. And that is a funny premise. Yeah. I love that. So he does his white voice. And then the person on the other line evidently is saying like, are you sure you're white? <laughs> and he's like, yep, yep. That's me. I'm a white man. <laughs> And she's like, okay, well, you're going to have to answer three questions <laughs> to prove that you're white. And the first question was, what is America's favorite pie? Oh, um, if you're white, you're going to say apple. Right. If you are black, you're going to say pecan? Sweet potato. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's hilarious. Close. Yeah, you're on the right track. <laughs> the right. They probably Sweet potato. Really that like makes that. sense. That makes sense. I get it. I get it. Dang. Yeah. Okay. And so like, he would be like, she wants to know. <laughs> And they would all like weigh in and then be like, good answer, good answer. So great. And then the second question was name two Barry Manilow songs, which I thought was hard actually. Copacabana and Mandy were what they came up with. I can't name two. But then on the third question, which was what is your favorite sandwich condiment? I oh. knew you would really appreciate this. It's not mayonnaise. <laughs> Mine is not mayonnaise. But that is white, the correct answer. That is the correct answer if you're a white person. And I hate mayonnaise. The guy, the other guy pulled the phone and was like, hot sauce and <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> and I thought that was a fascinating clip because I have never once thought about like, I've thought about That's mayonnaise great. as a Gentile condiment, but I never thought of it, um, that, I never knew that. People of color weren't big on mayonnaise. Oh, I did. What about in like Ever, potato salad? I, I know that they definitely make fun of white people with mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. As they should, because it's disgusting how much. When I watch my mom make a after Thanksgiving sandwich, 
What is with that? <laughs> uh, you know what? We can put that in the same category as that Jello with fruit in it, or the, that kind of has that weird creamy color to it too. Whatever. I can't. I'm not <laughs> Jello salad. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. speaking of your mom, though, I was happy to see that you ordered her a legacy box. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that she's going to finally digitize yeah. all well, the sure treasures. Oh, good. And I, I got the video. Sure. It's so beautiful. Okay. That I need to see. Can you bring it over? Yes. Is it like you learning how to ride a bike or what? No, it's her. Oh, that's even better. It's her stuff from when she was a baby. Okay. That's great. Like riding horses. You got to frame some of those. And it's really, really cool. I got it. Well, they were all old videos. Yeah. So it's all on a flash drive where My now God, it's like saved for God, what was she, a billionaire? Forever. She had a video camera? I, like for- Reels the, or what? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Legacy Box is so cool because if you have like those VHS tapes or in Sarah's case, probably those reels, like film yes, reels. Yes, they totally were those. You can get them digitized so they won't just collect dust in your closet and or like- you know, wedding videotapes. A lot of people have yes. those old formats. They can't enjoy their memories because they don't have the things to allow you to access them. And there's such a great way to do it. Legacy Box will handle it for you. They're safe. You can send all your stuff to them. They take good care of it. And then they all handle the whole thing. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your old movies, film reels, and photos. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners a huge exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash candy to get 40% off your first order. With this exclusive deal, Legacy Box starts at just $45 or save up to 200 bucks on the largest Legacy Box kit. Go to LegacyBox.com slash candy and save 40% today. Start with just a few tapes or digitize your entire collection. Visit LegacyBox.com slash candy and enter our code BRAINCANDY and save 40% on your Legacy Box today. Get started preserving your past. Do it now and then you'll just have your relative's Christmas presents. Oh, I just spit. I've been. That is my goal for the rest of the year. You're Not to it. just finish Christmas shopping, but to start every holiday season. Or I'm always rushing, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and I hate that feeling. Whatever right. it is, I'm going to start shopping for Halloween in August. Right, right now. Yeah. Let's just start shopping for Halloween stuff. Get a jump start. Next month is when Christmas shopping starts. Yeah. By the time I get to the store, they're out of everything. I'm sick and tired of it. So. She's, Christmas, my relatives will be done with their legacy boxes and we'll take care of it. She's sick and tired of it. Sick and tired of it. Um, I read an article in the New York Times about the po- power of positive people, which I thought was just going to be more of the same. Like we always, you know, hear these things about like you have to, whatever. It's all the yeah, same yeah. about being positive. Yeah. I, I learned some we, new information. I love this. Okay. You know how in the blue zone in Okinawa, yes. Japan? Yes. They're always like, what is happening? Yes. Here's something I never heard of, you probably already know, that they do in Japan, or at least in this area, where when you're born, your parents put you in something called a moai, M-O-A-I, which is a group of five friends that you are supposed to have Oh, and you're with your whole life. I've seen those videos of the old ladies who still have the same friends. Yeah. Dude. That is the most important. It's so cool. It is amazing. We should be doing that. Right? It's it's critical. It is so critical, Suze. Because you're never alone. Yep. And if you are in a bind, financially, it's emotionally. It's like unconditional. Yeah. It's like an obligation. This is 
really good. Yeah. And I was like, what a great idea. And part of me felt like, well, that's what siblings are, you know, mm-hmm. but I guess this is a different kind of safety net. Yeah. And I feel almost like sometimes the, the, the difficulties and the struggles of one sibling will also be what another sibling is dealing True. with. So who's going to support them if yeah. it's something that's within their own family that is causing them that pain or that suffering. Yeah. But if somebody from another group who is fu- like functioning okay at that time can mm-hmm. come in and help you out and just be there for you and just providing unconditional support and unconditional positive regard is mm-hmm. just the greatest gift you can give to somebody. And yeah. that your whole life... I'll be your, what is it, Mogi? Moai? I'll be your Moai. Right. We got to get need some to, like, friends. Recre- <laughs> I know. Slim Pickens over here. Yeah. We got Mariana. I was just going to throw her into the bunch. I was yeah. like, great, we'll add her. I mean. We'll just bring back Allie. It's like a great concept, but I don't know if it would work here because in Eastern cultures, there's more of a... Collectivist culture. Yeah, yeah. An inclination to... Do what's obligated to yeah. to you, and also like how you treat your parents, yeah. how you treat the family. This is ingrained in their culture. We are and an we individualistic, are an individualistic one. So we're like, yeah, fuck you. And we almost look down on people who choose the betterment of the yeah. group versus the gain and growth of an individual. Yeah, it's seen as a weakness. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean for. I think about my, um, you know, my profession and I think about the people in it. We have these conversations all the time where we are just, you know, putting ourselves in the poorhouse with grad school student debts to go into a job where you're paid nothing mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. and how backwards that is mm-hmm. and how, you know, I don't know where I was going with it, but there was a point to it. Yeah. I mean, the... I think what you were getting at is that the fields that are for wellness... Yes, 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 yes. ...are yes, yes, undervalued. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank okay. you. That's where I was going. If we were in a collectivist culture, we would look at those kind of jobs of people who are relational yeah. coaches and therapists as being very important because mm-hmm. they help not just the individual, they help the entire society function better. Yeah. Thank you. Get no, me no, back no. on track. No, no, but... I was just thinking about, oh my God, student loans. <laughs> my mom... <laughs> My mind got totally sidetracked I read, when I thought about grad school. Sarah, students. I don't know if you have ADHD, but I heard oh, someone talking about how... I have it so bad. Well, I wasn't sure if it had been diagnosed. I mean, oh, I yeah, know it that has. you do, but like, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was You can like, say it now. We can all talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's been diagnosed I, multiple times now. I heard somebody saying that for them, it felt like that if you had a room full of falling post-it notes... And that you were trying to focus on one, but then there's another one over there. That's and exactly. That is a very never good. Never-ending post-it notes falling around you. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to walk around in, cult- in a culture where we're like, fine, there's yeah. just one note yeah. ever. Yeah. And that you're is supposed really to stay one. on the same track. I can't. And it's so... And I have not been able to take any of the medication that I was prescribed. I mean, I was prescribed medication yeah, like yeah. two years ago for this or a year ago after yeah. you were like, Hey, yeah. maybe you should see a psychiatrist. <laughs> and then I asked a few other friends, do you think I have ADD? They're like, think I know you do. Yeah. I mean, so finally went and textbook. it really helped. I mean, it but then what? helped. Oh, but you're trying to, I'm trying baby. to get pregnant. Yeah. So I have to, I'm, I'm working with my individual, uh, individual therapist right now to just, 
you know, all these kind of things that I have to, I have to go to extreme effort to do things that are really easy for other people. Mm -hmm. And it is very, very draining, you know? Woo! Wow. So I feel you, all those people out there who have adult ADHD. Um, okay. Do you agree with this, the following statement? I love these kind of setups. (laughs) Everyone has an accent. Oh my God. This is... Such a good topic <laughs> of conversation, Susie. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I'm so, going to be so annoying <laughs> when I say this. Okay. Because you're going to say no, because I don't, because I think the standard American. But then <laughs> I start talking, and even people from California will ask me where I'm from, because sometimes I'll start talking like, I have an accent, even though I yeah. don't, but that's because I have that thing where I talk like whoever I'm with. Yeah. And, uh, but then if, if you're from Australia, dude, what do people from Australia think? About who? Themselves. They think that... They have an accent? Yeah, but like in Australia, it, it basically inter-accent. Yeah. So like, does... um. Oh, like Megan a, Kelly yeah. have an accent? Does she have an accent no. on the air? Okay. Oh, wait, Megan Kelly. I'm just using like a broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, no. I Matt Lauer, say, no, did he no, have an accent? I think they're, the, to me, they're the one. The, they're neutral. Neutral. Okay. No, none. Okay. But so, that's, I, I, but then there's that side of me that's like, that's definitely wrong. All right. Well, that's all right. You can be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I was for years wrong about taking care of my skin. Yeah. And I was just like using medications, trying yeah. to get that acne to go away. And then I found out about BioClarity and now I don't have to take the medicine. Oh, nice. Because I love how Sarah's like, but I really want to know about the accents. I was like, we can, well, yeah, I'm okay, going good, to get good, back good. to it. Um, BioClarity is a skincare routine that has three steps. Um, I use the clear skin routine because I have problem skin and it's disgusting and makes me crazy. Um, and Sarah likes the essentials routine for more normal or dry skin. It cleanses, hydrates, and restores. And they also now have masks. There's the pore purifier, uh, clarifying mask, and there's the glow getter, the hydrating mask. And those are so great if you want to, you know, go full throttle and like in between. Mm-hmm. You so can, that glow one is. It's really nice. And you can get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners get their first month for 50% off a routine plus free shipping. And it comes with 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So there's not that feeling of like, what if it doesn't work? But you need to enter our code BRAINCANDY. That's bioclarity.com and enter our code BRAINCANDY. You will love it. Um, I know I do. And it's really helped my skin, and I feel very grateful for that. Mm. Okay, I will tell you now what you've been waiting for, which is that according to this New York Times article, everyone has an accent. It was written by a linguistic uh, professor, professor of linguistics, and that the standard accent that you're referring to, Uh the neutral, um, is really about privilege. Uh, you know, it like, does sound like that. Where you can't necessarily tell where someone's from. Yeah. But it's still an accent. Uh-huh. Because it's a way of speaking that particular yeah. language. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. It's like I get that everything is an accent because yeah. it's how you Yeah. It was interesting though because it was um I think it was inspired by the issues we're having as a culture with 
who's on the inside and who's on the outside as far as um, immigrants. And, Mm. you know, if you speak with a quote-unquote accent, then you could be targeted. And Mm. this linguistic professor is not uh, native from the U.S., so he was speaking from that experience as well. Yeah. Oh, that's Um, interesting. Yeah, but it was just pointing out that there is no such thing as zero accent. Yeah. And I even know one word in particular that you always say that I'm like, hmm, it's funny that she says it like that. What? Begin. Well, how do you say it? I say begin. What do I say? Begin. Begin? No, begin. You say begin. But oh like, it's God. just in speech. Like, yeah. it's not like if I said, say the word, that's how yeah. you say it. But when you talk and it's always cute, I like it, <laughs> but it's an affectation that yeah. I don't have. And I'm sure I say lots of words differently than yeah. you do. Yeah. But nobody thinks they have an accent. Nobody. Right? Yeah. But I don't know. Except Madonna that one time. Ooh, that was bad. Totally bad. Um, but I, I was even thinking that when I interviewed Louise Hazel because she has a very different oh, accent than Adam, yes, my husband. Totally. She's, hers is very proper. Yeah, she's from London. So she has like a more um, traditionally, uh-huh. you know, English accent. What about how... You know, when you look at television from, I don't know, when television first started, whenever that was. <laughs> yeah. I don't even freaking know when okay. television, like, what is it? That, oh, like the 1950s is Okay. When, I was going to say, I yeah. was like, I was going to say early 60s, but I guess 50s no, TV yeah. came out. Um, I should totally know that. Well, like Lucy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a way that they talked on television, spoke, whatever, that... Is so different. Yeah. Well, those in old movies too. We've yeah. talked about that. So when did that switch? Well, that was a, on purpose. That was, I think the name of it's like transatlantic accent and it, they were trained to speak like that and it was designed to be an amalgamation of English in America and English in Britain. Yeah. But it's sort of like the posh New England. Yeah. But when accent. did we make the decision to stop? To, I mean, it had to be phased out, right? So True. it's like I wonder who the last surviving. I think it's basically like, like were. when, as studios stopped controlling talent, like when a talent was no longer associated just oh, with. Oh, that Paramount and then they because that's right. They used to go to like schools and yeah. they would even the you know the women would be like you have Finishing to dress like schools. this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Once that was out, then uh, what's the word? Got Outdated. Yeah. No. Erratic? No. No. What's that word? Scream it at your uh, phone. It'll help you guys. (laughs) Anyway, once they stopped doing that, then it seems like that's when people just started talking the way they normally would. Yeah. But that's a weird thing. It does make me less inclined to watch old movies. Uh Uh-huh. Because it does feel super phony. Yeah, because you're like, why are you talking like Mm -hmm. that? But um, I follow this account on Instagram called This Was Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And it shows a lot of clips of like you know Gene Kelly and all the oldies. I like that. And it made me want to start watching the movies because it really is beautiful how they often it's singing and dancing that mm-hmm. was included. Mm-hmm. I'm like they Do really were so talented. Rain. Yeah, I love that. And you think I'd like some movies like that now. And good storylines are good storylines. Yeah, and stand the test of time. I just uh, listened to Agatha Christie's book, uh, and then there were none. Mm-hmm. And that 
is a murder mystery that is just as good today yeah. as it was back then. And there was, I remember writing all of her stuff off in high school being like, this no, isn't for me. Yeah. Like I, this is old timey stuff. And like, I don't want to read this. Yeah. And I did, I missed out on so much great mm-hmm. literature because mm-hmm. I was like, mm, this is old. Right. When do we stop having that attitude too? And I, well, there's so much media now though yeah. that I think people are like, overwhelmed as it is with all the new stuff. Yeah. So then they're like, I'm never going to get down to the old Shakespeare. I took a trip down memory lane on my uh, Spotify, listening to a bunch of different old stations and things like that. And I was like, man, good tunes. Yes. Yeah. I was like, we're just, I don't even know if I like the stuff on radio right now. I mean, cause these, these, this is like real good stuff. I know. I have been saying that for years. Yeah. <laughs> but cause I've always preferred old. I don't think I wasn't thinking about you when I was listening to that. And I was like, man, this is the stuff I got to be playing for my kids. Oh, that's nice, Sarah. Yeah. Wow. She's really thinking deep about it. I was. I did read an article about um, children's books. It was about Dutch children's books in particular. Okay. But one thing I liked about the article was it was talking about how if you want to learn about a culture... It can be really good oh. to start with children's books, yeah. Because what you teach your kids is like the fundamentals of whatever your society values. Yes, and so I would imagine there are a lot on cleanliness. <laughs> Dutch, yeah. Ones. I don't oh. know why. Like that part of the world about like being like courteous. Well, what I don't know if that's clean. the case, but they because that's the article focused on. These books called Zook books, oh, and they're a fun name. you know the style though. You know those children's books where let's say the page is a house, but the exterior wall is removed, and you can see all the oh yeah rooms. yeah I totally know this yes 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 and there's a lot of kind of like going Richard on. Scarry will sometimes do that yeah. where it's like yeah yeah and there's so I much love to those see books yeah and it was talking about how valuable these books can be for kids because like yes. you your kid fills in the gaps there's not a lot of words in the books they explain our world that they're living in and they don't make a big fuss about like um taboo like someone will be on the toilet in the bathroom yeah. and yeah. it's like no big that's deal that's how it should be yeah this is so good yeah Suze, i never thought about that style of book but now i'm going back to thinking of what my favorite Me books too. were as a child my grandma had one that was from, from like the 1960s that it was like that yeah. exactly like that and it showed that cutout of all the different places you want to see inside of a ship, yeah. inside like a cruise ship, and it showed what people were doing on there. And I remember being a little kid and being fascinated with that. Yeah, I want to like, find that book today. It's almost like voyeurism, but in a it really is. healthy, cool way. And, and it like, teaches you about people. Think about, I'm sure that your son, there was an age, he might even still be in it, where they want to know what's under that, what's mm-hmm. behind that, what's, you know, pick, picking up what's in this box. Because yeah. there's a desire to know the unknown. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, we they're getting to the bottom that. of everything. I love this. And it's like a celebration of ordinariness. Like they're just in the kitchen cooking or yes. doing the lawnmower or whatever. But I remember as a kid, and I know with Lincoln, you stare at it and you just like feel like you're a part of it. Yep. And I think that's really good for the way okay. we all learn what. This is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know how we were talking a while back, even when Lincoln was real little, 
about these videos where it's just a kid playing with toys and that phenomenon of just yeah these videos with a On million YouTube, watches yeah. views that are of like regular like nothing yeah like of somebody they even have videos now it's almost like asmr 2.0 where it's like a girl just studying it's hours of her just reading yeah and people are very soothed by that and maybe there's something to maybe it's similar it's like we want just and that even reminds me of like the what Mr. Rogers used to be on TV, where it just used yeah, to be, where he was like, let's see what a minute is like. Yeah. Okay, let's put, and he just set an egg timer for a minute, and we just sat there. Yeah. And that was the minute. Right. And everything was slowed down. Yeah. But it explained all well, those basic things. Dude, with kids, it's good. like stuff you take for granted is just obvious. They don't get, they like, don't he know. He doesn't know what a minute is. Right. So that's helpful information. Like, that's how long a minute is. Uh-huh. What and does so, somebody look like when they're sitting in the bathroom? If you're a little boy, what does it look like when a girl, little girl is in there? Yeah. That would be really helpful because if your brain fills it in, it could fill it in with things that are scary and not real and not true. And like the author was pointing out how the books are less prescriptive. Like it doesn't tell you everything. There's, yeah. It's not describing every part of that page. There's uh-huh. too much going on. So then it allows the kid to make of it what he wants. Yeah. I, I have cool. to find this book yeah. that I had growing. I have to find out what it was. Wonder if it was part of a collection or Yeah, maybe. I bet if like I I could like, Google it. That's the thing. Everything's findable. It is, because I had a book, a counting book, when I was little and I couldn't remember it, and then I could just remember a few pictures, so I just looked at counting books that came out during that time and I found it. It was no. called One Woolly Wombat. No. I found it. What'd and you I like about it. it? It was I just loved the the art, the drawings, it was really cute. I think it was Australian wombats, you know. Right. They're not native to me. You have it now? I, I do. I bought it. Why on. do I keep hitting the I mic don't today? Know. Why are you? You always <gasps> say it's the period thing. Are you close to your period? I don't know. I'll have to check. Oh, I just had mine, so probably you will be. All right. We're on the same site. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. what else do I want to talk about before we go? Um... Did you see that dumbass that <laughs> she's an influencer, I think, on Instagram? Oh, and she went into, like, shark-infested waters. Oh, my God. It got her ass bit? Yeah. What an idiot. You know what? Serves you right. She said it was worth it. Oh, for Pete's sake. You know what? I bet the guy who was hanging off... Remember that person who was... Uh, yep, Susie just gave me a look. Yeah. That guy who, who hung off, off buildings. Things. Yeah, and... Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it, dummy? Yeah. I bet he had maybe a little slip up once. was like, oh, it was worth it, though. Wasn't worth it last time. I bet when he was falling for stories, Uh he really regretted his career choice. She has to say that because saying, yeah, it was really dumb. I shouldn't have done that. Why? Why couldn't she say that? How old is she? 21? Yeah. Think about you. I couldn't say that at 21. I probably couldn't say that until I was about 28, maybe 30. I'm glad I didn't lose a hand. I bet you are. (sighs) It is a beautiful picture. I'll give her that. No, it wasn't. Her face no, looks like she's you saw suffering. It? What? She looked, yeah. Oh, you didn't say you saw it. Oh, did I not? No. Oh, I totally was like, oh my God, yes. Well. I had an extreme reaction. I should have said, yes, I absolutely saw that picture. <laughs> and I saw the one of the bite and the one of her oh, laying down the in the, the ocean. Bite. I just saw the one in the ocean. And she looks like she's like, oh, terrified. Her face looks like she's on a, a roller coaster, like going down about to go into a loop i didn't pick that up 
Oh, I, that's what I was looking at. Like, yeah, she doesn't look comfortable. She's not relaxed. But right. who would be with 40 sharks? And then people keep them? falling off of waterfalls and dying to get good pictures. Stop No doing kidding. That, like YouTubers people. keep dying for their art. It gets me scared that, yeah. People. It's like the Darwin Awards. Yeah. You know what? My, yeah, I had a friend who would call that social Darwinism. And she'd be like, yeah, you know what? What ifs? But it is uh, troubling when you think about people who, the reason they do it is they feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, as people who've been on reality TV, we oh know what that God. feels like. It's How many so things sad. have you done where you're like, uh, that wasn't safe, but I did it because someone told yeah. me to or whatever. Yeah. And the fact that we feel like our worth is based on what we can do to like for shock value. Mm-hmm. Like we have to go to extremes. So sad. Yeah. It feels like everybody's just taking things up a notch. Like I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to have to hang off of a waterfall. Right. Just, That's why it always ends up becoming like full circle. Yeah. Where we just need to, like, ju- we need to go back to those videos of just the girl studying and like get rid of all the just open everything. up a zook book. Yeah, let's open up a zook book and just. Re- I, I'm gonna get myself one. I'm gonna get it on Amazon for real cheap. Um. Anyway, I guess that's all for now. Yeah. Um. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter on our website, thebraincandypodcast.com, and um. Don't forget to give us a five star review. We yeah. love those. Yeah. Tell a friend. Subscribe. You know all those things. Jeez, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Follow us on social. What else? Did you hear that person? Did you see that person on Twitter who was like um, talking about how the uh, water or the alcohol was dyed? Yeah. And they were like, guys, I know why it's dyed. You don't have to go on their uh, their podcast and you don't have to pay $18. And I was like, dude, our but podcast is free. You clearly didn't see my response. Yeah, I did. Were you like, your? Yeah. Yeah. And then right underneath it, I was like, also, it's free. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but she means the Patreon. I know, but they don't talk shit about our podcast because our podcast is free. And like, I love that it was eighteen dollars. Like, yeah, where does that yeah, number like, come that's from? Totally arbitrary. Someone like, was like, "P.S. It's five. Yeah, it's not eighteen. But if you want to give us eighteen dollars a month, you could do that. What else? And someone was like, "Why would you expect them to work for free?" And she's like, oh, "I don't. But I'm not. My mama didn't raise no fool. I'm not paying for five. <laughs> but the thing is, I still don't understand the green Chardonnay. Because if you poured white wine into uh-huh. a water bottle, uh-huh. it would not look like water. It would look no. like piss. They're not dying the wine. They were. That's they what Jemmy were. said or whoever. Jemmy said they were dying the wine. It said that was not Gatorade. That was white wine dyed green. It's a long story. That was her response. Why are they doing that with the fucking wine? Right. That makes no sense. Okay, yeah. that is bizarre. I don't know. If that's on Patreon, I want to pay $5 because I, I know, need to know that. Because... And it doesn't make sense to me also because oh, I want you can still get a can. Yeah, for goodness sakes. And a Gatorade bottle where you could pour the green crap in. So, yes. and they have Diet Cokes so and stuff cans, around yeah. where you can pour beverages in. So this to me feels like control it is. only. It is totally that. Just like how it they is. take the watches away. It's totally that. You're it's totally not, right, Suze. Yeah. And so I'm annoyed. So there's your I'm free annoyed. content, yeah. lady. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye, everyone. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. 
They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.